Have you ever read if you give oh, a mouse a I'm cookie? I'm super familiar with giving a mouse a cookie. He's probably going to want some milk, just like if you give your girlfriend Dancing with the Stars live tickets. She's probably going to want you to go with her. And if you d- agree to go with her to Dancing with the Stars live, she's probably going to want a romantic dinner beforehand. And so on and so forth. But it never ends. That's relationships. If you look at it that way, then you're you're not going to be in a relationship ever. I mean, that is the definition of keeping score. I don't understand why it will improve her time if he's there, if she knows he doesn't want to be there. Why not just go with a girlfriend? Listen, I'm Team Zach after seeing his comment on the Adam and Allison Facebook page. He said, sometimes you have to do things you don't want to do. You never know. You may have a good time. For example, I'm a dude who didn't know anything about the Rockettes, but my girlfriend loves them, so I went with her, and it turned out to be a really good show. Just keep an open mind. Um, I was noticing yesterday some people were, like, fighting on our Instagram page. Yes. Uh, JB wrote, well, if you're in a relationship, I feel like you should prepare to do everything together with your significant other. And that's a perspective that I could not disagree with more. Like, why do you have to do everything together? Sure, there should be activities you enjoy doing together, or else you probably shouldn't be in a relationship. But just because she wants to see Dancing with the Stars live, and he would rather uh, 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 get a root canal than go to that, that doesn't mean that they're not fit to be together. She has her things. He has his things and they have their things okay fine but i still say he owes her a date night Mm. and if he gives her any kind of flack about that she should go look for another boyfriend that's that's so silly though it's not silly because you need to spend time together to be in a relationship no good deed goes unpunished oh my gosh fellas that's what we need to remember about this. No good deed goes unpunished. Adam and Allison in the morning on Y101. Hi. Adam and Allison on Y101 at 620 on National Take the Stairs Day. Happy Take the Stairs Day. Oh, no. Where are some stairs? Uh, we are lucky here at the radio station. <laughs> there are no stairs here to take. I used to be a big, like, take the stairs guy, and then at my retail job, there was an elevator and there was were stairs uh, to get to the upstairs area, and I became an elevator guy very quickly because I would pray that the elevator would break while I was on it, <laughs> and then I would just get to sit there for until the fire department came to free me and not have to do any work, but it didn't work out for me. I never, never got worked out. Never got stuck in the elevator. I was so disappointed. <laughs> it's also Houseplant Day today, Houseplant Appreciation Day. Are you a houseplant person? No, I just don't have the energy for it. Here's the thing. I am also not a houseplant person, but whenever I was visiting my brother over Christmas, he had like this little indoor herb garden with a light on top of it. Oh boy. It looked awesome. I wanted one. I mean, it is awesome because you get, like they say, whenever you buy herbs from the grocery store, especially if they're packaged in the plastic, they've lost like a lot of their flavor and nutrients and things like that. So if you grow your own, you're getting the most flavorful, the most nutrient dense. But like, what a pain. I just don't have the energy for it. I mean, it looked fairly simple. It was like this little white box that had water in the bottom of it. And then on top, there was a light that you turned on to get give the plants the light that they needed to grow and uh, prosper. It's also Peculiar People Day today. 
I love that. Recognize the interesting or peculiar people in your life, and I want to know what is the strangest thing about you. 601-995-1017. If there's something about yourself that you find kind of weird, but you could also sort of embrace it and hope that other people embrace it. Do you have anything that you think about yourself is like kind of peculiar? I mean, I honestly feel like I'm just a weird person, so I want to answer everything, but I guess the most like peculiar thing would be the fact that I've never wanted to get married. And I remember whenever Mm. I was in college, I had this friend who I found out her parents never got married. Like she had a sibling and they had been together for like 20 years, but they never got married. That just wasn't their thing. And I was obsessed with that idea. I was like, that's going to be me. Like, I don't want it. Wait, so as (laughs) other little girls were dreaming of their wedding and their wedding dress and everything, you were like, one day I'm not going to get married. (laughs) It'll be magic. It's going to be awesome. What's the weirdest thing about yourself? If you could call us real quick and let us know, just so we could celebrate you as a peculiar person. 601-995-1017. Call or text us to tell us the strangest thing about yourself so we can celebrate it. Y101, Adam and Allison and Jack Harlow. I've been trying to think of the weirdest thing about myself so I could be celebrated too on Peculiar Person Day. It's Y101, Adam and Allison. I think probably the weirdest thing, and I don't know if this is all that good to celebrate or anything, but the weirdest thing about me is my desire to just blend in. You know, even back whenever I was in school, like I just wanted to blend in. I didn't want anybody to think I was like trying to force myself to fit into a certain group or anything like that. It's very strange, I think. No, I feel like that's the opposite of peculiar. Everyone has a desire to fit in. You just kind of take it to an extreme. Well, but I don't want to fit into any particular group. If that makes sense. Right. No, you just want to go. You're like beige. You want to be beige. You want to go unnoticed. Yeah. You want to be neutral. Which is especially weird whenever pretty much my whole job is about getting noticed and getting attention. (laughs) Maybe I'm in the wrong field. It's very paradoxical or whatever. Uh, We got some texts about the weirdest thing about yourself. Uh, Somebody said, I laugh hysterically every time I get hurt. Oh, that's got to be some kind of, like, defense mechanism or something. Could be. Could be. Have you ever been around the nervous laugher? laugher? Like, if something bad happens and you just don't know how to handle it, you die hysterically laughing? I'm a scared laugher. Are you? Like, at scary movies, I'll be laughing hysterically. Sometimes I feel like it's genuine, but sometimes I feel like it's just, like, a defense mechanism. When I was a teenager, I remember my mom and I went to a relative's house, and one of the relatives got super hurt. It's actually, like, she's okay now. Like, nothing seriously bad happened, but she had to step up onto a chair, like, and used it as a step stool, but she was wearing real high heels. So she Mm. took the high heels off, and when she stepped off... Oh, 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 oh. You know, yeah, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying. The heel went through her foot. I'll Ugh. never forget my mom laughing hysterically oh, no. as that happened <laughs> because she was so nervous because it was such an awful thing to witness happen to somebody. She didn't know what to do, so she just it came out as laughter. Oh, my goodness. This is an interesting text. It says, I love hospitals because I associate them with warm blankets, graham crackers, and healing. I don't feel like that's most people's perception oh, of hospitals. I get, like, uncomfortable anytime. Most people do, yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, somebody said, I love going to the dentist. It's like going to the spa oh, or doing my nails. Pass. I hate going to the dentist. Ugh. This one's super weird. It says, every time I buy bananas, I like to eat the entire bunch in one day. That's wild. So do you like eat a bunch of bananas a day or it's like, okay, Sunday, I'm buying Sunday's banana day. Yeah, I me. wonder if it's one of those things where like you get a craving for it, but then you don't want it at all. Like I'm like that with cereal where I'll want it and I'll want it and I'll want it and then I won't want it for months. Or is this the reason? And if you could text us to answer this question, if it's you who eats the bunch of bananas every day, is it because you are so particular about how <gasps> you like the ripeness oh, of your bananas? Yeah. So you can't buy them too early, you can't buy them too late, but you find the perfect bunch of bananas that are the exact ripeness, and you know if they go one more day, you're not going to be able to eat them. Mm. I don't know. I bet it's that. I bet that's why they eat the bunch of bananas. Yeah, they're never making banana bread. Uh, next on the show, you're not going to believe what a pregnant woman did because it was what her baby wanted to eat. Oh, okay. She she had an idea that her baby that was growing inside of her had a craving for a certain type of food. You won't believe what she did next. Adam and Allison on Y101. Adam and Allison on Y101 at 637. There is a woman who's pregnant, nine months pregnant is what I'm trying to say, who lives in Dubai. She's originally from California and she's 24 years old. So how she met some rich and famous guy in Dubai and now is married and pregnant with his kid, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what happened with that. I ain't saying she a gold, but <laughs> she decided that her baby really loves the taste of caviar and A5 Wagyu, which is like a special kind of beef that's very, very fatty, very, very delicious. I've never eaten it before. Yeah, I mean, I knew Wagyu was like, so I didn't know there were classes. I mean, yeah. that sounds super fancy. It is very fancy. And she said that the best... Of all the A5 Wagyu and caviar is in Las Vegas. I find that very hard to believe. So her nine months pregnant self got on an airplane. Her husband flew her all the way to Vegas so she could, quote, grow her baby out of A5 Japanese Wagyu and caviar. Wow. She also wanted to shop for some diamonds while she was in Vegas because yeah. she wants diamonds to be her push present. That's that's why it was like, oh, it, babe, the Las Vegas has the best caviar and Wagyu. Really, it's they have the best diamonds, and they also happen to have this very expensive food that you're craving. I mean, could you imagine, though? Could you imagine being married? I know you just said that you grew up fantasizing about never wanting to get married. Yeah, never but, having a wedding. <laughs> but, I mean, if that wedding meant that some dude from Dubai would fly you to Vegas just to get Wagyu and caviar. Ew, I would hate myself. I would hate myself if I were like... Babe, I'm just really craving some caviar from Vegas. Can you fly me? I mean, I don't know how many thousands of miles Dubai is from Las Vegas, but uh, it's got to be plenty. It's like, ew. Look, I I feel like if you're the type of person from California to meet somebody from Dubai, and I mean, there's no love there, right? I mean, he's probably like 40 years older than her. She's 24 years old. He's got to be in his 60s. I don't know. It's just, that is... Mm. I feel like the shame button is broken in her. No, no. <laughs> and it was replaced with the gold digger button. I ain't saying she a gold digger. It's Y101. We are going to get into what matters to the Metro. Something 
is leaving the Metro. Very sad news. Tell you what this is coming up next. 647, Adam and Allison, Selena Gomez has spoken out about what she was saying to Taylor Swift at the Golden Globes. (laughs) And it's not apparently what anybody thought she was saying. Mm -hmm. We'll get into that in just a second. But I wanted to play you some audio of a record-breaking woman. Listen to this and try to identify what is making this sound. Allison, you're grimacing. Well, no, it's just a very high-pitched whistle. Uh, What do you think is making that sound? I would assume her mouth. It is not her mouth. That is a nose whistle. Ew. And her her nose set the record for highest decibel nose whistle at about 44 decibels, which is the same uh, loudness as your average bird chirping. She's got to have, like, a deviated septum or something, right? Like, normal noses don't do that, right? There's got to be something going on in there. I just snotted. Like, that's that's (laughs) it. I can't whistle through my nose. That's gross. Um, Could you imagine not being able to control that? Like, just breathing normally like you're in class and... Yeah, I feel like that only happens when I'm, like, sick and super congested. And it's not loud, but, like, I can hear it where it's, like, sometimes when you breathe out, it makes, like, a little, like, Yeah, yeah, I'm so conscious about that. I'm like, people are going to be judging my nose whistle, but she's embraced it, so good for her. Setting records. Adam and Allison on Y101. More news about the Boeing 737 MAX 9 planes. So we've been telling you about the plane that lost its door plug over Portland, which caused a kid's shirt to be ripped off of him. Some iPhones flew out the window as well. Although the iPhone that fell from 16,000 feet still works. Nuh-uh. Yeah, huh? Shut up. That's crazy. Uh, So now they've found all the parts from the plane that fell to the earth. And since they found it, the NTSB was able to determine that the fittings at the top of the door plug fractured or maybe were not there at all. The grounding of the 171 planes is expected to lead the continued flight cancellations for the rest of the week. I watched a documentary a few years ago about Boeing, the company. It was after the 737 MAX 8 started crashing because of some software issue. Mm -hmm. And it seems like, I mean, I don't know. The documentary made it seem to me as though Boeing can cut some corners sometimes. Well, yeah, I think I saw the same one you're talking about, and it made me feel like there no one's really being held accountable in mm-hmm. the organization, which then mistakes are going to continue to happen because they want to make money, and if nobody's getting in trouble, why change? Locally, officials with the Mississippi Braves announced yesterday that the baseball team would be leaving Mississippi at the end of the 2024 season. The AA affiliate is going to move from Pearl to Columbus, Georgia. The Mississippi Braves organization says it will support any efforts to bring a team to Trust Mark Park in the future. The M. Dave's M. Braves opening day and final season in Mississippi begins on April 9th against Biloxi. Mm. That is a bummer. It I is- was... 
bummed to see that. Super sad. If you want to see their full statement, it is up on the Y101 Facebook page. Uh, just search Y101 on Facebook and give it a like. And everybody has been talking about what Selena Gomez said to Taylor Swift at the Golden Globes. Internet sleuths were thinking that Selena Gomez said to Taylor Swift that she asked for a picture with Timothy Chalamet, mm-hmm. who is in a relationship, right, with Kylie Jenner? Yes. And Kylie Jenner said no. Yes. Selena Gomez commented on an E! News post about the speculation, and she said, no, no, I was just talking about two of our friends who hooked up. Not that it's anybody's business. No, 100%. I've seen the video, and you can totally tell. You can read the lips that Selena is saying she wouldn't let me take a picture with him. And then uh, Taylor Swift's friend, it was like, Timothy? And Selena goes, yeah. What if it was another Timothy that like There is up? no other Timothy. That's such a bizarre name. Timothy? Yeah. What nobody, are you talking about? Nobody goes by Timothy. They would go by like Tim. Guarantee there's somebody listening right now who goes by Timothy. Well, okay, but there's nobody else that was at the Golden Globes. That Selena Gomez would have been trying to get a picture with besides Timothy Chalamet. Leave Selena alone! <laughs> Adam and Allison in the morning on Y101. I feel like everybody's looking for a new show to add to their roster of shows to go home <laughs> and just crush hours upon hours binging. And that's what we do on Wednesdays at this time. We do What You Watch on Wednesday to give you a new show to add to your list. What are we looking at today? Well, Mark had recommended HBO's True Detective. So I looked it up. I've seen a lot of trailers for this because I guess they have a new season coming out this Sunday. And it looks really good. Um, Did your deep dive in? into it make you want to add it to your list of shows to watch? Well, yes and no. Interesting. (laughs) I'll explain. So the synopsis on Rotten Tomatoes for the entire series is law enforcement officers navigate a web of conspiracy to deal with a bizarre murder. And what I found really interesting and what I liked was that each season follows a new case. So there's new actors. Mm. It's kind of like American Horror Story or, you know, any of those other series. For me, those are hit and miss. I'm glad you mentioned American Horror Story because I watched the first season of that years ago. It was so good. So into yes. it. It was so good. Couldn't get into season two. Really? Yeah. yeah. I feel it. like it was like season three or four that lost me. Most people say that whenever yeah. I tell them what the. I was like, yeah, after season one, I couldn't continue with the American oh, Horror Story. Oh, man. I like season two. What are people <laughs> saying about a True Detective on HBO Max? Well, the reviews are really, really mixed. Deborah said, wow, beautifully done. I loved this <laughs> series. The acting was incredible. <laughs> All right, Deborah. Uh, Benjamin writes True Detective season two was poorly written. Uh, it was a poorly written season that chokes. Oh, ouch. It features uninteresting characters, <laughs> making this nothing but a fading shadow of what season one provided. Wow. And Richard had made a comment. He said, just watched it again after a few years. And after watching the following seasons, it certainly demands much from its audience, which I know you don't like. You don't like when you have to work to watch a show. No, I'm watching a show. <laughs> if I wanted to work, I'd read a book. So he says, I understand why some people stopped watching, but this is an extraordinary production for a medium that often takes 
takes easier paths. Okay, so what is your conclusion? Are you going to be watching True Detective? My conclusion is the tomato meter, 80% overall. Most seasons had at least 84%, except for the second season, which even critics said stunk. They gave it a 47%. Audience score overall was a 51%, but that was, again, affected because season two only got a 19%. So I think I'm going to watch this show, but I don't think I'm going to watch season two. Are you just going to skip over just season two? Just skip over it. To get, so if anyone maybe started watching the show, loved the first season, you tried to watch the second season, and you were like, I cannot do this. Mm-hmm. Based on recommendation, try season three. Try season four when it comes out. Mm. They're saying it gets better, okay? <laughs> All right. If you have a show to recommend for us to do a deep Rotten Tomatoes dive into next week, go ahead and text us at 601-995-1017. Let us know what show we should be looking at so we can recommend it to the rest of the Metro to check out. 601-995-1017 if you want to text. Adam and Allison on Y101. Hump day, dump day. Memes of the week are up on the Adam and Allison Instagram page. If you could follow along with us, we'd appreciate you. And we'll follow you right back. A-D-A-M-N-A-L-L-I-S-O-N on Instagram. And one reminded me of something that I'm already dreading. Oh, no. There was something about W-2s and sending out W-2s to everybody who was in your business yeah. the last year. That reminded me it's going to be tax season soon it is let's see how long it takes me to do my taxes this year yeah well it's probably gonna be right till the last minute for years i've been saying to myself let's get them done in january let's do them in january and i don't even have complicated taxes like i don't have like all sorts of different streams of income or anything (laughs) like that i have a very simple tax return and i still can never manage to do it before april ever That is hilarious. So it's all New Year's themed memes this year, just in case maybe the resolutions aren't going as planned or the, you know, it's already been a tough year and we're only two weeks into January kind of vibes. This one made me laugh. It said, I'm not making any resolutions. I think it's time for the years to be better. Not me. That is a good point. (laughs) 2024 needs to work on itself. Yeah. Get back to me, baby girl. And then we'll see. Before it starts barking orders at me. Uh, What do you have coming up in the good vibes? story of the day. Well, there are more improvements coming to the Metro. Love hearing about improvements Mm -hmm. to the Metro. That is next on Y101 and real soon we'll want to hear about your good vibes on the Good Vibe Tribe as well. Y101. 712 on Y101. Adam and Allison. You could win $200 coming up at 740 this morning on Cash in a Flash. First, a little positivity on the Good Vibe story of the day. So recently we shared as part of the Good Vibe tribe that Greyhound buses had resumed their routes in Jackson. Very exciting. Now Union Station has received $2.1 million for renovations. U.S. Representative Benny Thompson made the announcement saying bringing business back to Union Station can provide an economic boost that'll draw restaurants and other business opportunities to the building and surrounding areas because we'll have more traffic in that area. It also helps provide a clear and viable option for transportation in the Jackson metropolitan area. So all really exciting. It means, you know, we can become a little bit more booming 
and have a little bit more business. That's awesome. Yeah. Good to hear for everybody involved. Now let's hear about your good vibes. What's happening in your life that you're happy about? Maybe it's a birthday you're having. Maybe it's something way bigger than that that you just want to like shout from the rooftops and let everybody know what's going on. This is your opportunity. Call 601-995-1017 or you can text in for the Good Vibe Tribe, which we will get into next. Adam and Allison in the morning on Jackson's number one hit music station. Why 10? For what it's worth, none of that was my fault. <laughs> what are your good vibes all about today? The Good Vibe Tribe is on. Just trying to spread a little positivity for somebody who's maybe not having the greatest Wednesday. But whenever they hear about what you're so excited about, big smile coming to their face. And sometimes it's something small, like Kroger Chris texted in and said uh, that last night his wife made a shepherd's pie. It was a stick-to-your-ribs, hearty and filling meal. And I mean, sometimes that's all you need to start your day off right, is having a good meal the night before. I could go for some shepherd's oh, pie. Yeah. That sounds good. My yes. good vibes <laughs> are all about the fact that we are one-third of the way through dry January. Yeah. Yes. Only two more chunks, just like the one that we just experienced. And then dry January's over. It feels like we're about uh, eight to nine weeks into the month of January right what? now. But we're a third of the way done. You're not speaking for both of us. You're speaking for yourself hey, there. that's fine. Another Chris texted in uh, wanting us to wish Sydney a happy 10th birthday. Welcome to the Double Digits Club, Sydney. That's awesome. Happy birthday. And Megan's off work the rest of the week. Ah. Uh, Megan, take me with you. I, I wonder, don't know where you're going, but take me with you. <laughs> I wonder if Megan's off today and just up early listening to us because, you know, her body clock wouldn't let her sleep or <laughs> is she on her way to work right now? And today's the last day and then it's the rest. I don't know. Either way, though, it sounds amazing. Enjoy it. A four-day weekend would hit right now. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, especially after all the vacation time with... Uh, with Christmas and New Year's, it's like, man, we should just we should just do four day work weeks from here on out. Uh, our buddy Jerry just called us to tell us about a story that I did hear about. It's a story from some African country. I forget which country it is, but there was a guy who I guess he rode a bike like twenty five hundred miles so Whoa. he could get to a university to further his education in Egypt. Very impressive story. Yeah, that's wild. Yeah, I can't imagine that, but uh, thank you for letting us know about that, Jerry, and thank you for all the good vibes. Did we miss any? Um, I think that's it. All right, good deal. 601-995-1017 if you ever want to share good vibes with us, we'd love to hear them. It's Y101 and Dochi now. Y101, it's Adam and Allison. Almost time for Cash in a Flash. You could win $200 next. But I wanted to tell you, because I was today years old whenever I found out that I text like an old man. Oh, no. How so? There were tweens on TikTok. I guess uh, it maybe Tweens. tweens. Uh, I, I guess they were like the sisters or something of some TikTok influencer. And they were talking about texting and the right way to text, I guess, according to a 12-year-old. Okay. Uh, here's what they say. I think with like capital letters and grammar is kind of like weird full sentences is like a school thing i only text no if i'm like upset or mad i'm gonna change my text to lowercase honestly after this <laughs> because 
I feel way too formal for using uppercase. I mean, I do remember having a conversation over text message with my brother, who's like a year younger than me. And I didn't understand something he said because there was no punctuation, no capital letters. I didn't know what was going on. There were multiple meanings of the text that he could have sent, depending on where the punctuation should have been. And he texted me back and said, oh, I forgot I have to use sentences with you. Sentences and text messages. Do you use punctuation whenever you text? I am such a boomer when it comes to texting. I always have been. I always will be. Like whenever I first got a cell phone and first started texting and my friends would use like, you know, acronyms for stuff. I was so against that. I wanted to spell everything out. I wanted to use commas. I wanted to use periods. Like I liked being grammatically correct. Um, my spelling is terrible on text because I text too fast, but I'm still like, I want to write the full sentence. Um, I'm looking at our text line because I'm curious how people in the Adam and Allison family like to text. And I see Megan's text who was talking about how she was off for the rest of the week. And she responded because we asked if she was off today or what she's doing up already, if she's off. And she said, taking the kids to school right now, uh, taking the kids to school right now, then back to bed, comma, LOL. No period. And then she, I guess, hit the return button and then said, love listening to y'all, but no punctuation there. Yeah, but I mean, I feel like that's still a lot better than like there's every single text message starts with a capital letter for as far back as I can see. Like there are no that are just all in lowercase. There's a lot that use punctuation. Uh, exclamation points, periods, commas. So I think I think this is just tweens like they have no concept of like they don't feel like grammar makes them a better person. Whereas I feel like people of our generation and generations before that was kind of like you being a good person. It's not that it makes me a better person. It makes me able to be understood. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Chris just texted us. Chris, February 1st, I want to get a beer with you. I feel like you and I are like 100% on the same page. He says, how about we set the standard? They're in the wrong, not us. (laughs) Chris, I couldn't agree more. You want to hear what the tweens are saying about emojis? Oh, gosh. Here we go. There's just a lot of emojis that aren't good. Yeah. Like the cry laugh emoji, I mean. Yes. There's only like a few that we actually use in life. Oh, I like the one that like the hard hands like that and the heart and the crying one. The the cats, like the cat that's laughing, the cat with the heart, the cat funky. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, so the animals showing expression, that's okay. Yeah, yeah. But the little cartoon character is no longer okay. Listen, I'm fine with not texting like a tween because I have no business texting tweens. (laughs) Zero business. Yeah. That's a good like, point. I don't have any tweens. I don't know any tweens. That's not my business. <laughs> uh, it's, I, I got nothing to add. I think you pretty much summed it up. Adam and Allison on Y101. Y101, cash in a flash. 60 seconds. 10 questions. $200. Kim is in Brandon. What you up to? I'm dropping my daughter off at school. And then any plans for the rest of your Wednesday? Just some grocery shopping. Good. What are we buying at the grocery store today? A little bit of everything. I have four kids, so they eat any and everything. How long does a gallon of milk last in your house? Um, Normally four or five days. Wow. <laughs> I remember whenever my mom would buy milk, she'd buy two gallons at a time. I'm one of four, too. So uh, I, I remember those days. Yeah, we normally do two at a time, too, just so I don't have to go back so soon. Yeah. <laughs> 
All right. We've got 10 questions and 60 seconds on the clock for cash in a flash. Uh, if you get all 10 right, we'll give you $200. If you don't know an answer, just say pass. All right? Okay. In three, two, one. In football, what is it called when the ball is kicked through the uprights for three points? Field goal. True or false, hula hoops are banned in Indonesia for stimulating passion. Uh, true. In The Lion King, who teaches Simba the phrase Hakuna Matata? Uh, Rafiki. Selena Gomez was the first person to reach 100 million followers on what social media platform? Instagram. Name a coin that costs more to make than it's worth. Uh, quarter. Atlantic, sockeye, and chum are all types of what fish? Salmon. Name the show featuring an organized crime family from New Jersey that's celebrating its 25th anniversary this year. Um, uh, Spell erase. E-R-A-S-E. Albert Einstein was offered the presidency of what country in 1952? Uh, Canada. What movie was based on the life and career of Jordan Belfort? Pass. Time. All right, not bad. Pretty good round, Kim. So I don't know, like, it was very impressive that you remembered Rafiki from The Lion King, but the people who taught, or the characters that taught Simba the phrase Hakuna Matata is Timon and Pumbaa. Yes. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> um, and the two types of coins that are worth more, or cost more to make than they're worth, are pennies and nickels. Oh, okay. Uh, that was a complete guess. <laughs> Great guess with uh, Mob Boss, but the show that's celebrating its 25th anniversary following an organized crime family is The Sopranos. That I knew as soon as I said it what it was. Uh, the country that offered presidency to Albert Einstein was actually Israel. Oh, okay. And the movie based on the life and career of Jordan Belfort is The Wolf of Wall Street, but we are still walking away with $40. Yay. Congratulations. Uh, you could get what? Like, I, I haven't bought a gallon of milk in, I don't think, my entire life, but that's what, like 10 bucks a gallon now? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> and I was wrong. It's actually 50 bucks. so surprise, an extra $10. <laughs> there you go. Oh, oh, cool. Extra gallon of milk for you? Kim. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, you have a great day. Congratulations and thanks for playing. Thank you. Uh, next on the show, I wanted to bring up something about workers and why they don't want to go back to the office. <laughs> Apparently, it's not really about the commute. It's not about the time they spend in their car. It's about the people. One person in particular. Yes. At the office. Yep. Tell you about that next. And we want to know about your bad bosses. Hang on. Adam and Allison in the morning on Y101. Y101, Adam and Allison, would you believe that a third of workers don't want to go back to the office? They want to make work from home a thing forever because they don't like their bosses. They don't like being around their bosses. They're trying to avoid their bosses. I have said it before. I'll probably say it many more times, but I believe we have a management problem in this country. I feel very fortunate right now because I love my bosses, mm -hmm. but that has not been the case for the majority of my working career. I've worked for some terrible bosses. Ditto. 
Yeah. I absolutely have. Um, I It reminds me of something I read from somebody I used to work with who is a manager, and he never managed me, but I do remember the employees that he did manage generally seemed to really like him. And he was saying, like, with the tides turning with employees and employees having more rights than ever before, it is more important than ever to have great managers in the office. A hundred percent. And so this story about people wanting to avoid their bosses and that being the reason they don't want to go back to work, it reminded me of another story that I had read before the holidays about people on Reddit calling out their real-life Michael Scott bosses. (laughs) If you're not a fan of The Office, could you explain who Michael Scott is, Allison? Michael Scott is the manager at The Office, and people have to get work done in spite of him. He's constantly trying to distract people. He wants to be the funny guy in The Office, so he's telling inappropriate jokes. He's pulling pranks that go terribly, and whenever he makes a mistake, he either tries desperately to blame it on somebody else because he doesn't want to get in trouble or he covers it up in a way that makes it so much worse i totally worked for the mean version of michael scott no like he had the same like haha funny not really funny jokes that michael scott would have on the office but he was also mean too but i remember my first day at that radio station he could not wait to show me the bathrooms because he had a light And in radio stations, if you've never been in one, outside of studios, there's a light that says on air whenever Mm -hmm. you turn the microphone on so people know to be quiet and not walk in. He installed on-air lights above the bathrooms. Oh, no. So whenever he walked in and turned the light on in the bathroom, the on-air light would also flip on right outside of the bathroom. And he thought that that was the funniest thing. That's so cringy. The other thing that he did, which was a page directly out of Michael Scott's book, was he used a very derogatory term, a very offensive term in front of a big group of people. A term that could be technically a lawsuit probably. Yeah. That was no longer acceptable. I think this happened in like 2016. It was definitely no longer acceptable to say this in public. He dropped it right in front of the entire company. Gross. It was bad. It was real bad. So what is your Michael Scott story? Do you have one? Oh yeah, I worked for Michelle Scott. She was the female <laughs> version of Michael Scott. She was obsessed with getting people to not work. I remember my very first day working there she was the one showing me around and half of it was us running her errands like we stopped at the dry cleaners we stopped at target and i was like is this what it's like to work here but i quickly learned why it's not so great to work for a boss like that because she just wouldn't tell you when you needed to do something Mm. but then when people were like why isn't this getting done she would blame it on you and you would be like well i had no idea and i think the most michelle scott thing she ever did is when she knew she was going to be losing her job she decided to throw away a bunch of uh customer files oh so like contracts that the sales team needed gone goodbye yep (laughs) did you ever work for a real life michael scott okay um count me in as who cares (laughs) 601-995-1017 is our phone number call and share your story of working for a real life michael scott Y101, Adam and Allison, 601-995-1017. You can call or text. Adam and Allison on Y101, 601-995-1017. If you've ever worked for 
a Michael Scott type of boss. Like, not a very good boss, very distracting, hard to get work done. We mm-hmm. want to hear about that story. You can call or text us at 601-995-1017. I did find it really interesting that Andrea wanted to comment on this whole discussion and say, people don't quit jobs, they quit bad bosses. I mean, I think generally, yeah. That's really true, yeah. A hundred percent. There's a, some crazy amount of people who say they'd be willing to quit a job without having one lined up if it was a toxic work in, oh, environment. Oh, 100%. That's not good for you. Like, you spend the majority of your waking hours at work if you're going to be made miserable by a boss or somebody the entire time. Like, that's not a good quality of life. Uh, 601-995-1017. We'll start with Jesse. Tell us about your Michael Scott-like boss. When I was a school teacher, I worked for a principal that as long as you started talking about college football, time would just go by for four hours. We can get to go to class. He'd be like, just stay right here. We'll get somebody to go to your class. Uh, he, he just wanted to get that point out. Oh, and it was, you in trouble? Just mention college football because he played college football. <laughs> so he would just totally blow his mind. He would forget everything he had to do. Even the kids did it. Kids would come <laughs> in with discipline problems. They were like, everybody called him coach. And they were like, hey, coach. And he'd just tell us some stories, and he'd forget about everything. And he's like, oh, he's been two hours. I'll go ahead and get out of here. So did you like working for this guy or not? He was a great guy, but nothing got done. Yeah, hey. <laughs> At least he had a good time. That's right. What team did he play for? Do you know? Oh, Miss. Dang. Wow. Yeah, I could see why he was reliving the glory days. <laughs> yeah, with uh, uh, Archie Manning. He played with Archie Manning, wow. uh, Eli's daddy. So. No kidding. That's very yep. cool, actually. Hey, man, have a great day. Thanks for calling us. Thank you. Jerry, tell us about your uh, Michael Scott-like boss. He liked to uh, uh, pull these just, I mean, ridiculous pranks. Uh, for example, he would regularly just show up where you were and take the keys out of your work truck and just leave with them. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. So once upon a time, I called him and I was like, hey, man, somebody stole my keys. And he was like, all right, well, uh, just call the police. And he was joking because he was down the street and he was going to bring me the key. I actually called the police. Oh, no. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. And uh, he had this trick he liked to pull where he would put this, um, it's a silicone lube. We call it magic lube here in the pool industry. Uh, He he likes to put it underneath the door handle of your car so that when you touch it, you can't get it off your hands. Now, now he he had a serious fear of Band-Aids, and I'm sure Adam could tell us what that's called. Um, So we wrapped the entire door handle of his truck in brand new Band-Aids. Never found out who it was. That's hilarious. So it sounds like that wasn't a bad guy to work for, though. Like everything loosey-goosey, kind of fun. Yeah. I'm not convinced by the way you said that. Yes, you'd have been there. Thank you so much for the call, Jerry. Let's go to Alex. Tell us about your Michael Scott-like boss, Alex. All right. So this man decided when one of the plant workers we were working at quit, he took his hard hat and sunglasses, posted them up on a mannequin, and said this mannequin worked harder than anyone else there. Oh, I would have quit on the spot. Like, I could see a bunch of people quitting after that because I'd be like, seriously? Oh, about four people quit. They had to rehire the guy whose mannequin they put up. (laughs) (laughs) Serves them right. Thank you so much for the call. We appreciate you. All right. 
Thank you all. Have a good day. You too. If you want to keep the conversation going about your Michael Scott-like boss, text us at 601-995-1017. Jelly rolls on now. We want you to start off the new year with some live music in the Metro. Breaking Benjamin's coming. Why 101, we are Adam and Allison, and we have a pair of tickets to give away to see Breaking Benjamin at the end of the month, coming up real, real soon, with a game that we like to call Mouth Guard Movie Quotes. I'll be putting one of those dental mouth guards that you would see if you were getting your teeth whitened or mm-hmm. whenever you're getting braces, so it opens your mouth up nice and wide. You can see all your pearly whites, and uh, I'll be reciting a movie quote. If you can identify every word of the movie quote, you get the tickets. There you go. That's coming up next. Next, first, we're getting into what matters to the Metro. More and more information coming out about the Boeing 737 MAX 9 planes. That is the one that had the plug over the emergency exit door fly off mid-flight and fall to the ground in Portland. Plane had to make an emergency landing. I'm sure you've seen the story. It seems very, very scary. Now they found the missing door and they were able to determine that the fittings at the top of the door plug fractured or maybe they were never there at all. The grounding of the 171 planes is expected to lead to continued flight cancellations, and they keep finding loose bolts on these emergency exit doors. I mean, good. The flights should be canceled. It should be grounded. I don't want to get on a flight, even if I need to be somewhere, if that plane is not in tip-top shape. I agree with you, and I, it makes me wonder if the bolts are loose on the emergency exit plug door thingies, What other bolts are loose? You know what? Can you figure out what type of plane you're going to be on whenever you book a ticket? Because I've never checked, but I wouldn't think that they'd have that information that far in advance. But they should, because I would never get on a Max 8. I Well, Max 9s are the ones that this is happening. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, I do know that the only airlines in America that use the 737 Max 9s are Alaskan Airlines and United Airlines. Well, I guess I won't be flying those airlines anytime soon the embraves are leaving mississippi very sad news that was announced yesterday at the end of the 2024 season the embraves are relocating to columbus georgia the final season of the embraves begins on april 9th they're playing biloxi and finally Rumor mills have been swirling about what Selena Gomez was saying to Taylor Swift at the Golden Globes. Everybody thinks that she was talking about how she wanted to get a picture with Timothy Chalamet, who is dating Kylie Jenner. And then whenever she asked, Kylie Jenner said no. But Selena Gomez is claiming by commenting on a post from E! that what she was talking to Taylor Swift and her friend about was two of their other friends who had hooked up. Not that it was anybody business. No way that's true. I've seen the clip. I've tried to read the lips and 100% she said something along the lines of she wouldn't let me take a picture with him and then the girl sitting next to Taylor Swift goes Timothy and then Selena says yes. But don't you think that if she was going to lie about what she was talking to Taylor Swift about, she would have made it less scandalous than talking about no, two friends hooking up? because she didn't give us any details. That could mean any, like, that doesn't mean anything, but it's just scandalous enough that it's like, well, why would I tell you that if it wasn't true? Minutes away from you winning Breaking Benjamin tickets next on Y101. Adam and Allison in the morning on Jackson's number one hit music station, Y101.
101. Watkins Construction and Roofing, your hometown roofing pros. Two weeks from Friday, Breaking Benjamin will be on stage at Brandon City Hall for an unplugged performance. It's going to be great. And if you love live music, we would love to send you to the show for free. We've got a pair of tickets right now. We're playing a game called Mouth Guard Movie Quotes. If you're familiar with going to the dentist to get Uh any kind of dental work done, maybe you've had to put those things that pry your lips off of your teeth. It doesn't allow you to close your mouth, Mm -hmm. and it makes it incredibly difficult for people to understand what you're saying. Uh huh. So what we do is we have Allison recite a movie quote with one of those mouth guards in, and you just have to 100% correctly identify what she is saying. But you got to get every single word right. Uh-huh. So for an example of a movie quote that you could use, this is not the official mouth guard movie quote, but what are you going to say? Uh, all right, one more time. Are you saying with great power comes great responsibility? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look at me. I would have won breaking Benjamin tickets right there. That was hard to say. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I let, maybe let's just take that out. We don't want any uh we don't want any bad <laughs> words slipping out. Sometimes that happens with the mouth guards in. Makes it real hard to say things like sit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but if you would like to play Mouth Guard Movie Quotes, give us a call right now, 601-995-1017. We'll play Doja Cat and come back with a brand new movie quote that if you're able to identify, you will win Breaking Benjamin tickets. 601-995-1017. Call now and we will play next on Y101. Good luck. Yeah. Movie Quotes is on Y101. Adam and Allison giving away Breaking Benjamin tickets all week at this time. And this is how we're doing it today. Allison has one of those mouth guards in that makes it incredibly difficult to understand what she's saying. (laughs) She's about to recite her movie quote and you just have to get it 100% correct, which adds another level of difficulty because we've all seen the Mandela effect Mm -hmm. type movie quotes. People like like Field of Dreams Mm -hmm. has one. Everybody thinks it's uh, if you build it, they will come. It's actually if you build it, he will come. Uh-huh. That type of thing. So you have to get it 100% correct. Allison, go ahead and lay that movie quote on us. I have a seat hang. One more time. I have a seat hang. Let's go out to our friend Babby in Ridgeland. Morning, Babby. You big Breaking Benjamin fan? Um, Kind of. But live music is great to see anyway, you know? All right. Well, we have a pair of tickets for you. If you can identify what Allison just said, why don't you give it to us one more time, Allison? Babby, go ahead. Um, I have no idea. I'm clueless. I'm so sorry. You want to just give it a wild guess? Um, oh, how to see her? Oh, how to see her. Incorrect, Babby. So sorry about that. No. Okay. Thank you. Have a great day. (laughs) Uh, Let's say good morning to Cheslin in Brandon. What's going on on your Wednesday, Cheslin? Good morning. I'm just heading to work. Good deal. Do you have any idea at all what Allison was just saying? I think I do. Can I hear her say it one more time? Absolutely. Ah, how is she high? Okay. 
I'll have what she's having. I'll have what she's having. 100% correct. You're going to see Breaking Benjamin on the 26th. It's a Friday night at Brandon City Hall. Congratulations, Cheslin. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much. Do you know what movie that's from? Um, I don't. My boyfriend likes it. It's from When Harry Met Sally. But, Cheslin, you are my new favorite person because I'm pretty sure that's a record on the quickest mouth guard movie quotes round we've ever played and that thing really does hurt so i appreciate you so much that i could take the mouth guard out now (laughs) you are so welcome so are you gonna take your boyfriend to the show with you yes i am awesome i hope you guys have um, unlike yesterday he's not gonna complain about it (laughs) (laughs) that's a good point you're he's gonna be happy to go but then again these are breaking benjamin tickets and not uh dancing Dancing with with the the stars stars tickets tickets. that's a good point Hey, thanks so much for listening. Hang on. We just got to get some info from you. And I feel so bad because we got Holly on the phone. Holly, I'm so sorry. We got our winner. That's okay. I would have lost bigger than I don't know what. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Holly, we're going to play a new game tomorrow morning at this time. So be back here tomorrow if you want the Breaking Benjamin tickets. Okay, because I love Breaking Benjamin. Me too, girl. All right. Good deal. We'll hopefully talk to you tomorrow and give you a pair of tickets. All right, thanks. Have a great rest of your Wednesday. We will be right back. Hang on. Adam and Allison in the morning on Y101. Adam and Allison on Y101. How long have you had your current pair of underwear on? 601-995-1017. Who's got the oldest underwear on? I'm just curious because science has come out and said that dudes specifically probably don't need to change their underwear every single day. Yes, you do. Don't let don't let science trick you. Uh, We've heard for years now that we need to trust the science, Allison. (laughs) Dermatologists are saying that because men's underwear typically fit looser than a woman's, plus the difference in plumbing. There's no need for a dude to change his underwear every single day. There's no way that that's I mean, I don't trust men. I don't trust men to be, you this know, men. This clean is enough there that they could just wear those undies more than 24 hours. So I, for myself, I will never get a shower and put an old pair of underwear yeah, on. Yeah, that's gross. But I also very rarely do I change my underwear unless I shower. What? So I shower at least six times a week. Sometimes I'll skip like a Saturday shower and then I'll I'll let the underwear ride for what? a day. What? Yeah. What? Yeah, because it's like a kind of a waste of a clean pair of no, underwear if I'm just going to no, put them on a dirty body. It's never, no, no amount of time is ever a waste <laughs> of clean underwear. Like a, anytime I take underwear off, I want a clean pair of underwear. Wait, so you 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 don't put all their underwear back on? No, I don't. Ever. Ever. Wow. No, I can't do it. It bums me out. Like I I like a three three a day. I like three pairs of underwear <laughs> Wait, a day. Three different ones yeah. a day? I wake up and immediately put on underwear for the work day. And then I usually work out. Sometimes I'll depending on like the workout shower, sometimes I'll put a new pair of underwear on just to work out in. And sometimes I wait till after my workout to put on a new pair of underwear. And Why then would you I, put a new pair on that are only several hours old at that point? 
to go work out. Because sometimes you need like a special kind of underwear for your workout. Uh, actually, I don't want to know anymore. <laughs> yeah, that, I've heard enough actually about that. But uh, Shonda just texted us, no sir, change them a minimum once a day. Adam is wild. And Well, okay, let me tell you this. If I'm ever in a situation where I shower at night, I'll get a shower, put a fresh pair of underwear on, and if I shower again the next morning, even though all I've done in those undies is sleep, I will put a new fresh pair of underwear on because I feel like just like wasting a clean pair of underwear, putting them on my unshowered body, I feel like I'm wasting a, a good shower if I put underwear that have already been worn. Yeah, but I feel like I feel like it's a safe bet to every morning when you wake up, put on a new pair of underwear. Every new day deserves a new pair of underwear, even if you just showered last night and put on a clean pair of undies first thing when you wake up new undies Uh, again i'm i'm choosing to trust the science on this and these are top dermatologists and top dermatologists on this article is in quotations so you know that they know Why 101? Adam and Allison, does anybody want to admit to wearing a three pair, three day pair of underwear right now? Call Why 101? Adam and Allison. Jerry just texted us and said, due to having crystals last night, my underwear is 37 minutes old. (laughs) (laughs) It's Why 101. Adam and Allison. Apparently, dudes don't need to change their underwear every day. That's according to science, not according to me. No, I that's I can't trust that science. I don't know where it came from, but I can't trust that you need to be at least every 24 hours you need a new pair. I wanted to tell you about a new dating show coming to Peacock, and I feel like Peacock might need to change their name, drop the P and put 3 oh, no. in there because it's a dating show for thruples. What? It's coming to Peacock on February 8th, uh, just in time for Valentine's Day. What is more romantic than a couple? Uh, Here's a little bit of the trailer. If you were given the chance at non-monogamy in paradise, what would you do? Four curious couples will be given the unique opportunity to turn that fantasy into a reality. I've never been on a date with three people. It's kind of like our first time dating as a couple. You make a good team. Let's go. would like to invite with a bed big enough for three i'm tapped out last night it was just like are you interested in the new show called couple to thruple i mean i'll 100 watch because it's going to be a train wreck but i cannot um, i can see why a couple might want to sign up for the show just from having been on the dating sites you see that you see we're a couple looking for our unicorn and it's like yeah but that's kind of different than what this i don't think that those people are looking for relationships i it sounds like these are people who want like a real relationship with an extra person i get it i get but i'm just saying you see that a lot more than somebody who's like i want to be somebody's third so like i just don't understand singles who want to go from completely single to having two romantic partners that already know each other and have already been together like you're the third wheel you're always going to be the third wheel is it like that i wonder there i wonder if anybody is in a throuple right now listening they could like, explain like how how does that work yeah have you have you ever been in one and d- does it work did it work i mean if it's if it's a guy and two girls is it like the guy has two girlfriends or is it like the guy has two girlfriends and the both girls have a girlfriend and a boyfriend. Like, how does that work? I, I, would, I don't understand. I would think for it to be a successful... So, I guess there's, like, there's 
what is it, ethical non-monogamy or whatever, where Heard you can that. date outside of the relationship, in which case you might have a girlfriend, but that girlfriend isn't a girlfriend to your girlfriend. Whereas if you're in a throuple, you're all in a relationship together. So everybody, like you would be a boyfriend to two different people. But and they, they would not, no, yeah. they would also like that's how throuples. How everyone oh. has to be in a relationship together. I mean, it's I, I'm not looking to judge anybody. I'm not looking to make any fun or anything like that. It's just interesting because it's so different than anything that I've ever been a part of before in my life. And for me, like having been single for so long, the idea of a relationship sounds very hard to me. I can't imagine wanting to be in a relationship with two different people. Like that sounds twice as hard. Or is it twice as easy because you can kind of deflect to the other person? Maybe. Like if like if the person's bad at you and uh, and then you deflect some of that anger well, to the other person? Well, that's super toxic. I was thinking maybe you could like all share a little bit of the work in the relationship versus <laughs> trying to get the person that you're in a relationship in trouble with the other person you're in a relationship Listen, with. Listen, the entire thing sounds toxic. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not going to lie. Lindsay just texted us and said, I've been in two throuples. It's interesting. But it doesn't I, I sound like she's more. still. Yeah, yeah, I have to know. What's interesting about it? How does it work? Give us the details, Lindsay. I don't know. Educate us on your throuple ways. Adam and Allison in the morning on Y101. On Y101, we were talking about this new dating game show type of thing on Peacock. It's uh, from couple to thruple. They take couples, put them on an island, and take singles and try to match them up with the couple to turn them into a thruple. And we started getting texts from people who have been in thruples before. This one says you do third wheel a lot, especially when their family members don't know about the relationship. Holidays are awkward. Mm -hmm. Trips in public are weird. Mm -hmm. And when they're already in an established relationship you're kind of like the odd one out and it's awful when you're introduced as a friend constantly oh, starts yeah. to weigh on you I absolutely bet. yeah like i wouldn't want to have to be a third wheel and i wouldn't want anyone that i was in a relationship with to feel like that we got another text of somebody who they were already in a couple they joined as a throuple, but they didn't tell them that. They told her, like, oh, we all just met on a dating app. She found out after the fact that, no, they had been dating. They were looking for a third. Oh. And then they lied to her. And it's like, how do you expect it to be a good relationship on a foundation of lies? Yeah, I don't know. It's interesting, though. I can't wait to watch this show on Peacock. I think it'll be pretty interesting. It'll be pretty toxic, I bet. Adam and Allison on Y101. You never have to miss a moment of your show. Like, if you don't get to listen. Listen to us before you start getting ready because you got the radio in the car. You could just listen at home on your smart speaker, your phone, whatever, y101.com, or tell Alexa to play Y101. It's all very easy. So simple. <laughs> we also have a podcast for you to get caught up on, too. If you just want like an hour of Adam and Allison right in a row, back to back. If you want that texted right to your phone, you could text POD, P-O-D, to 601-995-1017. I got to tell you about a surgery. It's a completely elective surgery that some people are getting that could leave you blind. What? Don't get this surgery. And I will tell you why you absolutely should not get this surgery next. Y101, Adam and Allison, two songs away from this surgery story. Adam and Allison, Y101 at 913. Were you aware that there is a surgery available to change your eye color? What? If you so choose. What? 
I don't understand why anybody would do that. I why mean, would you change your eye color? I, I don't understand. I understand why you would do it because you want a different eye color. Like, I get it. It's like dyeing your hair a different color. But it also sounds, like, horrible. Well, the American Academy of... Oh, the eye people. I don't know how to say that word. I uh, don't know why I even tried. Optometrist? Then why is it O-P-H? Why? That's I was thinking it was ophthalmology. Ophthalmic. No, that's how it's spelled. Oh, that's dumb. That's really dumb. There's an H there. Yeah, there is. That's how you spell ophthalmologist and ophthalmology is but, with an H. But P-H is an F sound. No, not in this case. This is so annoying. Okay. The American Association of Optometry says the, they, this operation to change your eye color can make you go blind. Oh. So don't do that. There's one reason you shouldn't do yeah. this. The other reason is I feel like, would I be wrong to say, would this be too much of a broad stroke to say that women are the only ones who would get this surgery? No. You think dudes want to oh, change? Oh, 100%. Have you ever known a dude to wear, like, colored contacts? Yeah. Really? Yeah, and you guys in, I know both guys and girls in high school who wore, like, as soon as they came out, they had colored changing or colored contacts. As soon as the guys came out? No. Is that <laughs> what you're saying? Okay. The contacts, the colored Got contact, it. those came out whenever I was in high school. Got it. And, like, both girls and guys started wearing them. Uh, the uh, One of the options to do this is called corneal tattooing where they basically basically tattoo your cornea oh my gosh oh that looks so painful they can also do laser depigmentation and iris implant surgery apparently all of those things are very bad for your eyes i'm here to tell you that dudes do not notice eye color ever well ever they don't care I'll be 100% honest here. I wear color contacts. I naturally have very, very dark brown eyes, and I wear hazel color contacts. I feel like it suits my skin color better. I feel like it suits my hair color better. I don't really care what you think or anyone else thinks that sees me, dates me, whatever. It's what makes me feel the prettiest and the happiest. And I'm here to tell you, like, I got to wear the contacts anyways. Like, just wear the color contacts. They're not that hard. They're not difficult. You just put them in every morning. You take them out every night. Like, it's not hard. Just do that if you're so like, oh, my gosh, I have brown eyes, but I want blue eyes or whatever. Like, just get them. They're so, worth it. So you just you have naturally brown eyes uh-huh. and you wear a different shade of brown colored contact. Well, it's, essentially. Like, a, it's like a light brown green mix. Uh, okay. Like, I don't have that in my eyes. Uh, it's very funny. People tell me that they're, like, jealous of my blue yeah, eyes. Yeah, you can talk with your icy blue eyes, like, Go away. Is that what they, I mean, I don't know. I never see them. Yeah, I mean, they're super blue. Like, people would kill for your eye color. Really? Yeah, people are willing to go blind for it. I would gladly trade with somebody. Like, I do not care. Yeah, that's so easy to say, though, when your whole life people have probably been telling you. Like, you know what people said to me whenever I was growing up with brown eyes? What? They said, you must be full of it, at least up to here, and, like, would point to my forehead. All right. All right. Nobody ever said that to me. They're poop brown eyes, okay? (laughs) Oh, it's funny. Adam and Allison on Y101. How's dry January going? Fantastic. We're a third of the way through. Very, very excited. Cannot wait for February 1st. (laughs) If you are struggling with it, my friends at Miller Lite, my best friends at Miller Lite, They're not really my friends. I like to think of Miller Lite as a friend, but I don't think Miller Lite feels the same about me. No, they just like that you give them money. uh, They have come up with something to help anybody 
like myself who may be struggling with dry January, I'll tell you about the new product that Miller Lite just put out for dry January. Next, hang on. Adam and Allison on Y101. If you're a beer drinker like myself and doing dry January like both Adam, Allison and myself. You're going to call me Adam? Yeah. <laughs> it's almost there. We're almost done for the day. We're so close. If I could just not mix up our names for five more minutes, it'd be great. Anyway, uh, if you're struggling with dry January, Miller Lite is here to help. They have a new beer-flavored mint. The mints are supposed to be kind of minty and kind of taste like a light lager as Miller Lite. Come on, just do a zero proof. That's what everybody else is doing. They've got zero proof Heineken. I don't know who else has it. Guinness has one out. There you go. Just do the zero proof. Like that's what people want. They want the flavor of it. And then they're like, but I still didn't break dry January. I've never gotten the zero, the non-alcoholic beer for dry January because that to me, it kind of feels like cheating and it also kind of feels like that might be a sign of a problem for me. I'm not talking about anybody else, but for me, it might be a sign of a problem if I can't make it a whole month without having any beer-like product. Really? See, I'm a big fan of the Zero Proof. I've never had any of the Zero Proof um, like beers, but uh-huh. I've had Zero Proof tequila before. I've been seeing that online, Zero Proof tequila. And at first, I was totally on your team. Whenever I saw the ads, I was like, oh, I'm not going to do that. Like That means you have a problem if you love the taste of tequila that much. But I did a Sober October, mm. and whenever I was done with it, like I wasn't really craving alcohol, and I went to a bar that had some mocktails with the zero proof tequila and they were so good they tasted so good and then you didn't have any of the negative effects and i was like i could get down with this you also don't have any of the positive effects either but they're how like the po- the most positive effect <laughs> is like how delicious everything tastes like i love a margarita and that way i could still have a margarita but like there's no not the most positive effect from a cocktail Are yes you it is For it's me, how it is. funny everybody becomes how funny you become how good of a dancer you become all those things are positive effects. That's not the feeling for me. Uh, it is for me. Is it February yet? <laughs> no. Does anybody know? You can get those beer mints online at uh, Miller Lite's website, I think. They're 12 bucks a can. Wow. It's why 101 Miley Cyrus is on now. Me, baby. I appreciate that Lord Farquaad got a shout out in that song. <laughs> really? Yeah. He's that- such a jerk, though. What do you mean? Lord Farquaad? He's yeah. a meanie pants. He was the original short king. Yeah, it is a jerk. It's Adam and Allison on Y101. We're about to get out of here for the day, but we're halfway done with the week. I'm in a great mood. I'm ready for tomorrow morning, my favorite, favorite day of the week, which is Thursday, and that's tomorrow because today's Wednesday. (laughs) It's a lot of logic there. I got any plans for the rest of your day today, Allison? Yeah, I'm super excited. I I bought some cookies on Monday, and Mm. I was wanting them after the show yesterday, but I didn't have them on on hand so today i was smart enough to pop a couple in a ziploc bag there bring them go. to work so i'm gonna go have a cookie i'm excited <laughs> <laughs> that's good i have no real plans i think i gotta do some some shopping of some sort oh i finished my chicken i finished that's what i did yesterday that i forgot to <laughs>
to mention today. Remember how I was saying I wanted the meal prep and everything, but I never, anytime I cook ahead, I never eat my chicken in time because I always get distracted and forget to eat it, and then I have to throw it away, and I get real bummed at myself. Finished all my chicken yesterday. I think I've got a new goal for you. I think I think it's time for therapy. You think? Yeah. Why? Why, I, why is that the thing? <laughs> well, like, I'm super proud that you finished the chicken and you successfully meal prepped. Yeah. But, like, just the directions, the many directions that your mind tried to take just doing that one thought. Yeah. Felt like a therapist would be able to unravel that a little better for you. Do they charge you per thought? No. <laughs> <laughs> because I don't know if I can afford that. <laughs> All the different directions my mind is going to go in. All right. We'll be back tomorrow morning. Johnny O's in next. Nude Kaboom at 12 o'clock. Some throwbacks for lunchtime. See you.